Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome back to the Sofa Cinema Club, episode number 19. I'm Cole Smith and I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepard. Ben Price. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together and we educate each other on films. The films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we watch a film and then we come into the studio on a Thursday and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated. This series is a little bit different as we're recording it from our own homes in lockdown. So apologies in advance for any sound because there's a few things that we all need. In my instance today, if you can hear my fan, I'm sorry, but it's 300 degrees. The beauty of our podcast is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the films at home and then come and join us every Thursday. This week's film is Monsters, Inc. and it is all for Disney Plus Pixar Fest. But before we get into talking about the film, what's going on? What's happening, boys? Shall we talk about the heat of today? Because... It's too hot to do a podcast. It's very hot. But I'm it's... I'm I'm all right. I'm in my house and it's quite airy. But you oh, two, you're good not, for you're you. Not, you're good not for you, it, Jack. You're not I'm in my so house. Good. It's quite airy. You know the 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 breeze is coming off the pool and the jacuzzi, and I've got the aircon <laughs> on. How about you, Ben? I'm in the bedroom next to the bed. It's topping at one twenty. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing desert animals, snakes, water. I'm dreaming of water. Colson. Looks bright red with a yellow top on his head. Looks like a carrot with a yellow head. I mean, it's, it, this, I'm full Barry Fife right now. <laughs> that, that is how I'm looking. I'll tell you what, mate. You've absolutely... It's absolutely swearing doing the cha-cha-cha in this heat. It, it's hot. It, you know, nine floors up, sunlight into the balcony. Of course, I, I, surrounded by glass in it. Oh, just I like, think we made a mistake. We left the curtains open. Sun's gone straight through. He's just like a pair of ants. It, yeah, it's it, it. I mean, it's not nice. I mean, other than that, there's there's plenty of things to talk about. We all got a very exciting parcel, didn't we? This week, it was big. It was a massive box. It was three massive of them. box. Three yeah. massive boxes. Full of all Disney merchandise, toys, little cups, drinks and things. Well, you actually costume. opened yours. You didn't wait, did you, Jack? No. Me and Ben waited. Well, I was the one first in work, so I went, Oh, Mr. Shepherd, got a parcel for you. I went, yeah, you have. Mickey Mouse's face right on the front, <laughs> opened it up. Toys, brilliant. Straight and off you... with the uh, Woody costume, though. The Woody Didn't hat. give that to the kids, did you? You were like, no. this is for me. This is for you me. can have the straws and the little fluffy things. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting the Woody costume on, and we're having a night. Date night. I'm <laughs> <Date> Woody. <night. laughs> it is, it's full of 
anything you could possibly want in terms of Got Toy Jesse, Story toys, Jesse Doll, Jesse mm. Doll uh, from Toy Story. Oh, uh, I don't think Coulson got a Jesse. No, doll. we did. Did did I? I don't get, think did I get did. <gasps> I think you got maybe our better stuff better. than we did, Jack. Oh, what did you get? Well, Ben's not opened it. I've opened mine. I think wants, mine will be to, a gold Mickey Mouse. Oh. Ben's is better. Ben, Ben's <laughs> is a statue, almost a gold statue of Mickey, <laughs> and then maybe a smaller one of Minnie. I think you just got the soft toys, uh, oh. but I don't think we got a Woody. No, I didn't get a Woody. I got a Jesse. A Jesse. I don't think we got a Jesse. I'll, I'll have to check. We are actually going to be running a competition on our social media to give one of these boxes away. So make sure you keep an eye out on our Instagram and Twitter at Sofa Cinema Club. So. Pixar Fest is running throughout August and it's all in celebration of Toy Story turning 25. I mean, that's older than me for starters. That's insane. Yeah. Toy Story is 25 this week. And if you want to catch up on any of the Disney and Pixar films, they're all available to watch on Disney+. Plus. Shall we talk about the Pixar film that I picked? Great. Yeah. Brilliant. Monsters, Inc. Time for a synopsis. So... Monsters, Inc. is based in an animated world where monsters basically are in a power plant and their way of making power is by making children scared. Um, children? Yeah, I, can't, I knew that was a word I Children? Say. I knew it was a it's word a new, I I've tried a new do thing. You, do you just think of these words no. and go, what can I stump them with today? As, as, I, as it was like... Because you kind of work two words ahead of yourself and I thought... I, I work on the word I'm saying. working on. That's how I normally work speech. Do you think? It, it, too, are you like a chess player and think two steps ahead and go, "Hold on, checkmate"? No, 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 hold on. we haven't even finished the conversation. Favorite. I know what you're going to say. Don't tell me. I've done this in the circus. It works every time. I'm two steps. Favorite children and Pacific are three words that I cannot say. Children. Children. There's a few of them. How many children have you got? A trillion. No, just... Anyway, so (laughs) monsters have to scare kids to get power. And we follow the story of Mike and JP Sullivan. And Sully is close to breaking the all-time scare record. Um, But the bad thing is that children are poisonous to the monsters. So children can't touch them. (laughs) It's funny, because every time you say it, it's like a little button goes off. Children, bing, bing. (laughs) <laughs> it's like how many times I'm, I'm, I'm going to change it I'm going to change okay. yeah. Young kids, adults. Can't, kids, kids 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 I knew kids, that was coming well I'm, one, well I'm one step ahead of you Colson yeah. I knew that's what you were going to say I'm two, step, I'm two words ahead <laughs> I'm three kids can't touch monsters and as the film opens up we've got a three two far one a kid escapes that's my synopsis yeah a kid escapes yeah. What do you mean? That is, That's your synopsis. Well, it is. Yeah, it the, is. Kid, the kid's in you the monster world. You don't want to spoil world. too much, do you? Mm. Yeah. Because otherwise, one, two, skip a few, the end. Yeah. Did you say three, two, four, one? Yeah, I didn't know what that meant. That's what they say. It, what What's the number when they when he has a sock on his back? Is it three, four, two, one? No, it's not three, four, two, one. Oh, I know what you mean. I've just watched it as well. Four, three, two, one. Forget it. Forget no, it. Do they sh- okay, carry on, Colts. I'm googling it now. Twenty-one nineteen. Well done. Twenty. Well it's twenty-one nineteen. Great knowledge. Um, so yeah, twenty-one nineteen. Yeah, and I'd say Monsters Inc. is kind of a story of friendship in a way, isn't it? There, there is a friendship formed 
from the most unexpected scenario. So the monsters think if they get touched by a child, they're mm. kind of like poisonous, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So they've always been seen as the enemy, and that's why they scare them, and they get energy. And yeah. then you see this child escape, and this child grabs hold of the big old monster. And Sully. Yeah, and you start to see their burgeoning relationship, don't you, between those two. That little girl who can't really talk, and the big lad. And then his sidekick, Billy Crystal, is the big <laughs> eye. You know you said the little girl that can't talk? Yeah. Boo. She was actually a little girl who couldn't actually talk. And they gave her the script, and she just said what she could say, and they just chopped it all together and made her character afterwards in post Really? Yeah, because mm. they wanted her for the voice. Cause a vo- and a voice is mint for the character, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah. So, um, but obviously she couldn't follow a script because she was too young. So they, they also, just let, let her say what they wanted to. They also found it a nightmare when they put her in a recording studio because she wouldn't go anywhere near the mic. She'd just walk around the studio. So instead, they just let her walk around Pixar... And the sound department just followed her around with a microphone. <laughs> Literally just followed her around the building so that whatever she bumped into or whatever she picked up and played with, they just put a mic near her mouth. And that's the recordings that they just put in the film. Oh. And even to say to say she's animated, she's mint. Hold on, there's another hold word. Hold on, what was that? <laughs> just hold one, on, man. there's another word. You haven't told us I... about that. Three, four, two, one. <laughs> two steps ahead. Considering she's... Aminated. An, 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 Amputated. Amputated. Am, <laughs> anima- what was it? What was it? <laughs> she's, she's, a child, she's a child animation. Animated. Yeah, but the, the voice, I mean, makes that character so much as to what it is, doesn't it? Mm. So let's talk more about, obviously, so the film, it starts off, and it starts off with Mike and Sully getting ready. In fact, actually... Ben, you talked about the the opening, didn't you? Because the opening's nothing like the film. It's like the you two credits. getting up for work. You what? It's like you two getting up for work. <laughs> yes. Me, Chad, I love the bit where they do bunk beds. Bunk beds, yeah. up high, yeah. up low. Yeah. Absolutely, my head fell off when he did that. Because that's like proper scare training. Bunk beds, up <laughs> high. Um, yeah, the opening credits. Did you notice this, Chad? The opening credits... Like, really interesting the way they're drawn. They felt very different from the rest of the film. They set it up very differently. They felt very, almost an old animation, an old heart back to even, like, 50s Disney. Yes. Um, And I thought that was very interesting. It was was always quite beautiful. And then you get into the opening bit. I was watching it with my son, actually. And I saw it with my son when he was very young, and now he's older. And Mm. he loved that opening bit where Sully is training... uh, He's training oh. for scaring, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. The bit that I love as well is when they leave the house and they're walking to work. I feel like that sets the whole tone of the film because it kind of shows so many different monsters living in Montropolis. Mm. You know, because it's got the bit where it's the kid kid monsters playing in the street and it's crossing the road and it's the you monster. You loved the jelly monster, didn't you, Coase? That tickled you I, last it, night. It falls through the grate. It falls I, through I, the grate, but his teeth don't. You went, oh, this is a good bit. You were two steps ahead. You nudged me and went, good bit. Good bit, it's always good bit. Me. He falls then, through. He falls through. From being a kid, I remember that shot of the doors opening into the factory. I just remember that, the, you know, the, the M and the I on the door handle swinging open. Yeah. And yeah, th- how then, old were then you when in. you watched this course? Well, must have been when it, it came t- out. Well, no, I don't think it was. Two thousand and one, this came out. 
Mm. I would, and that, so I'd have been free. No, won't which you? I think's too young. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't remember watching it at the cinema, and I guess a film like that as a kid, I'd have watched at the cinema, wouldn't I? And I definitely didn't. I think it was something that I've probably watched at a later date with my sister. But um, maybe I was twenty-one the first time I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it's a kind of a it's a staple animation film, isn't it? That has always been known, and I love the character Mike Wazowski. Like, I think it's absolutely. his film for me, Billy Crystal. Do, yeah, Billy Crystal originally was offered um, Buzz in Toy Story. Do you know that? Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Buzz Lightyear, and uh, he turned it down. Uh, he didn't think it was right for him. Turned it down, and obviously the film came out, it's huge success, and he regretted it ever since. And so, did he turn it down? He turned Toy it down. Story was the first film ever like that. Yeah, it was. One, it using so, that sort of animation, I think. Um, okay. And uh, he turned it down anyway, and he regretted it ever since. And he spoke to Pixar and says how much he did regret it. And they said, okay, well, if anything ever happens again, we'll write a part around you. And he said, no, 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 don't write a part around me. You just write your film and just remember me when you get a film. And six years later, they got uh, Monsters, Inc. and John Lasseter, who wrote and directed Toy Story, all the Toy Stories and Monsters, Inc., uh, gave Billy Crystal a ring, and his wife picked up and said, oh, Pixar. He doesn't want to do it. Thank you, bye. (laughs) (laughs) So he did it. And they actually actually came up with the idea, John Laster did, and the creators of Monsters, Inc., they came up with the idea for this film while they were filming Toy Story, and they were on a lunch break, they went wow. to lunch. In that hour, they came up with the whole premise of Monsters, Inc. and then went back and worked on Toy Story and then wow. made Monsters, Inc. after. Wow. Do you know the bit I did notice that I'd never noticed before? You know when they go in, into like the first kid's room, he's got pictures of Woody. He's yeah. got a Woody doll. He's got Buzz Lightyear on the wall. Mm. He's got the Toy Story football. And I was like, I wonder how many like hidden Disney sort of Easter eggs I'm going to mm. see that... There's Nemo as well from yeah, Finding ne- Nemo. But when but that, did Nemo come Well, out? that didn't come out until 2003, but that was their so they, next film. So they knew. They're clever. They're, do you know what they are, Coulson? They're two steps ahead. <laughs> they oh, are. hold on, hold on. Coulson's got the two steps ahead thing. <laughs> there might be one. They're Disney. Coulson's we two go, steps we go ahead. Hand I saw in that. Hand. I saw what you did there. I could draw it better. <laughs> so Mike Wazowski's character is what can only be described as a big green ball with one eye, isn't he? <laughs> the yeah. gobby psychic. He's like the trainer, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so the way the way scaring works is you have the monster that scares and then you have their assistant, which like kind of collects up the scare and puts it into gas and yeah. moves it all away. And obviously, in our situation, I would suggest that I would be the monster that would scare <laughs> and probably... Jack would be what? Why me? You'd, you'd be my Mike Wazowski, and Ben'd be Randall. <laughs> well, I was your Mike Wazowski when I lived with you, definitely. Yeah, Mike Wazowski. I was going to tell the boys this earlier when you had your earphones off. You know, when you went off to go do the dishwasher earlier, and you went, "Oh, I best turn the dishwasher off." And Ben said, "Oh, he, he doesn't know how to use it." I remember the story when you tried to turn our dishwasher on for the first time, and you got the tablet. Yeah, and. um 
he put the tablet in the dishwasher and I watched him do it and I went, what are you doing? And he didn't take the wrapper off, you know, the wrapper. He just thought he just threw it in with the wrapper. Some of them dissolve. Yeah, no, that's like the cling film ones that are around, but the ones with the foil wrapper that you have to tear off, you have to tear them ones off. Well, I've learnt now. Yeah. I've learned now to get Ben to do it. <laughs> to be fair, I put it on. I've learned now. The I best thing to do is put it all ben. into the into the main sink, and Ben will come along and do it. And your clothes, I, put your clothes in. No, I do everything. The only thing Ben does is clean. Ooh, that's oh, that's, a, that's a good. That's good, isn't it? I got a good job. The only thing he does is clean. <laughs> I can't believe him. The only thing he does is clean. He's always cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having children. <laughs> so, so hold on then hold on you're the scary yeah. i'm i'm sully you're sully jack's mike wazowski <laughs> who am yeah. i randall you're schmoozy poos cleopatra oh great okay now we've covered that <laughs> you're maybe you're you're, you're the randall. ceo of the factory with the, like the crab like body. <laughs> yeah, the old <laughs> crab. No, no you're the Roz. With the snakes That's for hair. Roz. He's Roz. You're looking yes. rather wonderful today. Yes, I'm Roz. I'm Roz. Brilliant. Brilliant. I'm happy um, with that. The guy Roz, you did, Roz, by one. the way. It's a guy. It was, it's a guy. A guy who is does it? the voice for Roz was a guy. And yeah. originally, he wasn't meant to be the original voice. He was just a temporary voice oh. until they actually. Cast guide. the actor. Yeah, who, who, yes. before they actually cast yes, the actor. Yes, because they must have a guide, mustn't they? Although, I was thinking about the Billy Crystal stuff and thinking, that's him, isn't it? A lot of him is in there. Like when he's doing the comedy, the stand-up stuff, a lot of the wisecracks, they feel yeah. like his wisecracks. Yeah. So who they must have had Billy to Crystal? get him to do that and then animated off what his wisecracks would be. I know John Goodman and Billy Crystal did go in... Um, the studio together and act alongside uh, each other, which is unusual, apparently. Yeah. For an animation. They and worked Steve, very well together. Steve Buscemi and Frank Oz also did that as well. Frank Oz is his um, sidekick. Yeah, his assistant. So Sully is kind of top dog, isn't he? When it, when it comes to scaring kids, Sully's there. He's close to breaking the all-time record. And right on his tail is Randall. And Randall wants to. Randall probably wants to, you know, beat Sully and prove that Sully isn't isn't the big boss that he is. So there's mm. one night where they leave the factory after doing all the scaring, and Sully's still top. And Mike Wazowski is going on a hot date with Cleopatra. Jack's going on a date with me. He's taking <laughs> yeah, me to a new uh, Japanese sushi restaurant. What is she called? Ha- Cleopatra, isn't it? No, she's not called Cleopatra. Not called and you're Cleopatra. thinking of Medusa. I know you're thinking of <laughs> She's got snakes in her head. That's Medusa. <laughs> Medusa, you see her. She turns to stone. Clash of the Titans. Um, I can't no, remember she... what her name is. What's her name called? Celia. 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 Well done. I was so I'm Celia. Jack's mic was out. So we've, gone off to, we've gone off for a nice dinner. She's not taken me out but for years. But before you can get off to dinner, Ross has come up and said, Wazowski, you forgot to do your paperwork. Um, So Sully goes off to sort the paperwork out whilst Mike Wazowski is going on his hot date with Celia. And then he sees that there's a door. So a door that they would scare children from is still there. And it's odd because there shouldn't be a door on the scare floor. And he goes in and he can't see anybody there. 
And when he walks back out of the door, there is a child in the human world. So this is red alert. This is big time. It's not meant to happen. It's 2119. Did you see at the very start, a lad muck up his testing. They do a kind of mock up, mock scare mock up. And the teacher said, what's the biggest mistake he's made? They don't know. And she said, the biggest mistake, you left the door open. Do not leave the door open. The outside come to, can't come to our world. They've never had a break in before. Sure enough, here's the child. Mm-hmm. And the reason that that door is there is because Randall is kind of up to no good, isn't he? And we don't mm. know what he's up to. Well, we but suspect we know, he's trying to get the scare record. Yeah, we yeah. think he's cheating. <clears throat> yeah. But all we know is now there is a kid on the loose and Sully is chasing him. And the only person he can go to for help is Mike Wazowski, who is on a hot date with Ben Price. <laughs> We've done well. I've just ordered. I've got a lime and soda, and I'm looking at those little... What are those things we have in... Uh, Gyozas. Gyoza. I'm looking at a little gyoza and a bit of chilli squid. I'm having a wonderful time. I haven't been out for ages. Um, and then, yeah, Sully comes in with this kid. No, he's got the kid in a bag. In the bag. Yeah. In the old holdall. And... Um, and then the kid the kid breaks out in the restaurant and all the monsters in the restaurant see it. So it's 2119, 2119. Yep. The CDA cracking. And at this point, Sully and Mike Wazowski panic and they run. They grab so they're the on the run with this kid and they're back in their house. And it's kind of at this point where it turns into less of a fear and more of a friendship, isn't it? Especially with Sully and Boo. Well, they soon discover that the child is not actually poisonous. Yeah. plan is then that they have to try and take the child back, don't they? I suppose what you see in that moment is, is the roles completely reversed. You've gone from the animals who scare to being scared and being scared by this child. The, the mm. roles are completely reversed, and now these two monsters have got to work out, one, she's not poisonous... Two, what do they do with her? How do they get rid of her? Three, mm. their world is crumbling. And yeah. he's, Sully's getting slightly attached to this little girl, isn't he? Mike Wazowski yeah. couldn't care. Mike Wazowski, Jack, is like, <laughs> as typical Jack is, just get rid of her. I don't Mike care Wazowski what it is. wants to put it in the rubbish chute and then it's not there <laughs> properly. Put it in the rubbish chute. Get a yeah. door, get her out. Whereas yeah. Sully's going, we can't do that. We can't just get rid of her. Sully does want to take her home, but yes. he wants to do it properly. Yes, yeah. wants to do and it properly. He, he can't find the door and he can't get the paperwork because Randall's clearly not doing something by the book. So they take it back into work, don't they, the next day? Yeah. And his plan is that he's going to get Randall's paperwork, they're going to put it home. Well, they dress her up fine. as a monster, don't they? Yeah. They dress her up in a kind of uh, it, in a costume. And that line from Miss, to Mr. Waterman, Mike Wazowski, when he goes... It's um, bring your obscure relative to work day. <laughs> he must have thought of that on the hoof, isn't he? He's just seen the pictures and thought on the hoof, oh, this would yeah. be I wonder how many outtakes he did. There must be thousands. We're just throwing everything out there. A bit like a kind of Robin Williams. So when they're back trying to get rid of the child, that's when it gets complicated, isn't it? Because one, they can't control a child. They're monsters. They don't know what to do. So boo is on a mission. She is running around the Monsters Factory having a field day. And then Randall knows. He finds out that Wazowski and Sully are in on it. There's that scene, isn't there, in the bathroom where Boo needs to go to the toilet. He takes her to the bathroom. 
She's in the toilet and Randall comes in and they're all hiding in the toilet and Randall knows that there is a child somewhere in that bathroom Mm. and he does his old invisibility. He starts slamming doors and it's kind of that part where you realise that you don't want Randall to get his hands on this kid. And it's that part where Sully realises that actually he's got a job of protecting Boo here. It's more than... There's clearly more going on than they're thinking and Wazowski's then got... They've got a con- common enemy, haven't they? It's very clever in story terms. They've both. They've all got a con- common enemy now. Right. Let's save this girl. Let's keep her safe. Because he's going to... Randall's going to k- just get rid of her. Or do mm. something bad to her. It's not just about the scream competition now. There's something else going on. What do you think of Randall as a bully? Like, a, as a baddie, what do you think of him? Very, very good. good. It's Steve Buscemi, isn't it? Yeah, it was John good. John Goodman who suggested Steve Buscemi for the part, actually. And he has got this sort of like evil, sort of sleazy sort of voice, I think. It yeah, really lends it itself to the characters. What's He's interesting like, as well is the look of each actor is born out in the character. Mm. Yeah. They have that look, don't they? John Goodman's look, Billy Crystal's look, mm. and then Randall's look. They look like the actor. Randall the just voice. Looks- Slimy, Slimy and, the, yeah. and the fact that he can go invisible, like mm. that's like the worst power you could ever give a baddie, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. What is it? Is he meant? Is he like a chameleon? Yeah. L- yeah, chameleon lizard. Yeah. Right. Changes colour, doesn't he? That's how he goes invisible. So, yeah. what we actually find out is that Randall and Mister Waterman are up to no good. So they're trying to find a way to make more screams from kids. So they're basically working together behind everybody's back to make more laughter, to make more scare, to make more energy. Because what's going on underneath is they're saying now kids are becoming older. It's hard to make them scream. They're becoming more conscious. They've got more gadgets. They're not as scared as they used to be. So they can't Mm. get as much scream, so they can't get as much energy. Mm. So they're panicking and going, without these screams at this certain level, we're not going to have anything left. And we find this out, don't we? As Mike and Sully find it out, because Randall kidnaps Mike Wazowski because they make a deal to return Boo. Mike Wazowski says, we've got the kid, bring the door back, we'll return her. And it gets to a point where they bring the door back and Sully doesn't take Boo and he kidnaps Mike Wazowski thinking it's the kid and then he's trying to get the scream mask, as it would be, on Wazowski. And it's at this point where Sully breaks in saves them, and then they realise that they're up to no good. And, as punishment, Mr. Waterman, who is also a baddie, and we've always thought he was a goodie, Mm. banishes Mike and Sully. So he opens a door... What is it they're trying to do? Are they trying to steal the screams from their bodies or something? They're They're just trying to make more screams. It's basically a kind of like battery farm feeling to screams. You, you trap the kid into the chair, you put yeah. the mask on and just keep them screaming and it sort of takes the screams out of them almost continuously because when they go through That's the door, they go, they go, ooh, and they get scared once. Uh, or you could do a few, just sit in the chair and then he, gets, he puts the mask on. It's like extracting the screams. A bit grim, actually. Funny Brilliant. enough. Yeah, When dark. you think about it, a bit dark there. Mm. But great fight. There's a great fight there, isn't there? Sully against Randall. You can't see me. Yeah. I did like that bit. Because he disappears and hits them. 
they open <laughs> Mr. Warman opens the door doesn't he and he banishes them to the middle of Alaska or whatever and then shreds the door so there's no way home for them and this North is one Pole of, isn't it is it the North Pole is it the North Pole this is one of the parts of the film that I remember so so well only because of the it's another word I can't say I know, this the is ah, this what, is going to be good because we're two on. words ahead here Colson <laughs> I know what you're going to say because who do they meet in the North Pole they meet someone don't they it's big it's a big the, hairy monster the abominable snowman yeah abominable 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 the abominable aha I got you what I'm not it? the abominable one I'm the abominable <laughs> yeah the uh, abominable the, the abominable snowman yeah, say it quick. That's that's good. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember this character so well as a kid, and I don't know Sasquatch. why. It just sticks with me meeting this character, <laughs> and I think it's that line about "Do you want a snow cone?" and it's yellow snow. Yeah, and he goes, don't it's, worry, it's lemon flavored. <laughs> yeah, very good. And yeah, I liked it when he goes, "Come on, um, big kids, sissy kids, kids who climb on rocks." I like that line. So it's at this point where Mike and Sully's friendship kind of, you know, there's a lot of tension between it because Mike Wazowski has been, you know, banished along with Sully because of this kid. And Sully is kind of treating this kid now, you know, he's he's a father figure to Boo. And Mike Wazowski and Sully were mates and that seems to have gone now. He seem, They seem to have lost that friendship all because of this kid. And Sully turns around and says, I'm off to find a door. You know, is there a village? Are there kids in it? I'm off to find a door. I'm going back. Yeah. And he he does just that. And, you know, he, he gets that sledge. <laughs> and he gives it a right go on the sledge. Well, they um, say it's three days to the village. Maxi turned around to me and went, no way, that's three days. Like he knows. Like he knows how fast <laughs> the sledge is two in the minutes. middle of the night. <laughs> in two he went, minutes. Yeah, two minutes. No way, that's not three days. He's way overestimated there. It's taking him like two minutes. He's there with the village. I'm like, Literally. I'm looking at my son going, Cracky, your knowledge of sledge speed is amazing. <laughs> it was it was one one hill. One yeah. hill on the sledge. Yeah, it was smashed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe you got, maybe you got no, it's not. concussion and woke up The snowman comes back, doesn't he? And he goes, I've got more snow cones. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. It's very funny. That is funny. So then we get to the point of Sully finding another door and getting back out. And Sully's one sole objective is to save Boo. Because he knows that Waterman and Randall are up to no good. So he knows where they are and he goes straight for them. And he runs in and they've got Boo on the machine. He takes the screen mask off her. He snaps the machine. He pushes it against Waterman. And then it is the scene that Ben loved. It's the invisible fight. (laughs) Yeah, very good. I tell you what, you don't want to do that, do you? You don't want to get into a fight with an invisible lizard. Tough. He's got six arms or legs. He was good. He was very Mm. good. And then Mike Wazowski, Jack, is just giving a load of lip. Well, he's he rocks up. up to save the day. He rocks not up, knowing he's in an invisible lip. fight. Well, you're getting beaten up, Colson. But I've brought me. snowballs. I've brought snowballs with me. You brought snowballs, but you're not using them. <laughs> but it's a snowball that saves the day, isn't it? Yeah, he throws the ball. Then old Randall gets appears because the snow goes on him. Sully mm. boffs him in the face. <laughs> no one saw the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, really, it's they a chase. Say, then, isn't it? we're on the end of the film there aren't we we're on the final bit where they're chasing they go into the door bit don't they 
Yeah. They grabbed the door. Which I thought should have been a ride at Disneyland. Yes. That'd be a minute. It's, yes. It is. Um, that is probably the best scene. Yeah. When they get on that door and they're being chased. So they get on the door. thousands of doors, isn't there? So when the doors go, when the doors are, it's basically going to a huge warehouse, don't they? Each door every night going to a huge mm. warehouse. And they get to this chase. And the door's like one massive roller coaster. And it's funny, Jack, I thought that. Yeah. I thought I'd be meant to ride That'd on a door. as a ride. Wouldn't it? So there you go, Disney, yeah. if you're listening. There you this, go. This is We've what got we it. need. Your next a half a billion ride. dollar ride on a door. <laughs> half a billion. <laughs> half a billion dollars. There's just three of us. We've got some snowballs <laughs> and an animal that disappears and some yeah. doors. And you're not strapped in, lads. Yeah, just imagine if it was the safety, rest- <laughs> if it's the safety <laughs> restrictions that are in the film and you've got to jump from door to door. <laughs> yeah. Hold on to the knob. Scream! <laughs> and if you... If you could work some of the magic where you actually open the doors and go into different places, that'd be great as well. That'd no pressure. Min. That'd be min. So they've no got pressure, to keep their eye no on the. They've got to keep their eye on the door, haven't they? Her door on Boo's door. Yeah, because yeah. you could get into any door, but you want to get into her door. There's so thousands, they, hundreds of thousands of doors. They go to. They go to like Hawaii. They go to some Paris. 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 They go to Paris. Like they go everywhere, all around the world, and Randall is chasing them. And eventually he catches up and he steals Boo. And then there's a chase, isn't there, where Sully steals her back. Mm. And they they get to a point where Randall's in front of him. He's got Boo. And the only thing to do is to put Randall in a door and ruin the door. So they grab hold of Randall, chuck him in a door, and then they throw the door off and smash it away, don't they? Yeah. Which is Randall banished, just like they did with... Them but then I was thinking, can't Randall the... just go to the village in three days and find another door? He get, needs a sledge now, and he's in the middle of Al- uh, Alabama. <laughs> well, actually, no chance, Randall. it's that great thing in the caravan of him going, Mom, there's a lizard here again! Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. She it's comes bot, and starts beating the lizard up. Yeah. yeah, that's right, that's right. And then the film takes a sad turn. You cannot well, say that, that last ten minutes for anyone... It's a tough watch. Well, the CDA get involved, don't they? And they're like, right, okay, we need to... They've, they've worked it's out... It's a tough watch. It's that, a tough watch. It is. <laughs> well, they, they the work... You said that, Colson. It was like the hardest thing you've ever seen. Oof. It is. Have you I, seen Monsters, Inc.? Tough watch. Tough I turned around to you I'll tell you said, what, I was laughing. Tough watch. That's 10 minutes. Tough. Toughest thing I've seen. It's kind of not a happy ending. Obviously, it all works out okay. But, you know, this is the ending and it's not a happy one. But don't you think also that's Disney? Yeah. Don't you think that's the brilliance? Look at Bambi. Look at loads of their films. They hit you hard. They hit the the parents always die. Mm. If you look at any Disney film, most of them, the parents are dead. And actually, a lot of the early Disney films. They are. Belle, she ain't got a mum. Snow White. Who's the other one? Sleeping Cinderella. Beauty. Cinderella. Uh, dad dies, doesn't it? Lion King. Tangled. Lion King. Tangled. Tangled. Her, her parents are dead. Yeah. Parents I mean, I are think always it's, dead. It's always well, we don't, we don't know if Boo's parents are alive, do we? We never meet them. No. So, <laughs> the CDA are there because there's a free one, two, seven. And it gets to a point where they have to meet number one, don't they? And well, they work one, out that Waterman's the baddie, don't they? They lock yeah. him up. And then this Waterman gets locked up. Yeah. And then the CDA say, you need to talk to number one. Yeah. And who is number one? Raz! Raz! Ben. But me. Ben. <laughs> I've two been years, disguising myself. Two years undercover 
as a receptionist, Ross comes in and she basically says to him, she says the line that I went, oh, that's tough. And she said, you know, say your goodbyes, get me a door shredder. And so he goes, what? You mean I can't see her again? And she goes, that's the way it has to be. And then slimes <laughs> off. Slimes. And at that point. Slimes off. I had a feeling, Colson, <laughs> that you almost were that little girl and you wished you had a Sully. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Sully was saying goodbye to you and you were like, I'm a bit sad about that, Sully, because we've got on really well. I could do without Jack, but I've got on really well with you, Sully. But Jack's getting on my wick a bit. I but- know it's an animation, but surely that little girl's face breaks your heart. Oh, yeah. It's as cute, cute as a button, little face. And then when like, I was watching the door, your face while you were watching it, you'd gone then, your head had gone. You would look sad. It, you it, were probably it, in that bed saying goodbye to him. Yeah, and then there's the drawing. So yeah. oh, yes. he leaves, he they says shred his goodbyes. The they shred, they shred the, door the door with her in. She's safe, she's in. You're safe, love, don't worry. You got off the ride. We've put you in the door, <laughs> shredded it, done. You got to and say Mike goodbye. Wazowski gives him... A no, bit they come the up door. with another idea on how to keep the factory afloat. No, no. Mike what? Wazowski. Ooh. All right, I've watched this film 15 times. <laughs> right, oh, Mike Wazowski right. gives I him a little what, bit of the door. We've seen a side to Coulson there. Got nasty. Mike Wazowski Don't gives tell him a little me what's going on in Monsters, Inc. That, he, you know, he, he can keep forever. He gives so him he, a little he, shred, doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah. keeps a shred of the door. And then we we kind of come back a few months later and Mike and Sully are in charge of the factory. And then as Jack was about to say, before he missed out, probably the key part of the plot, um, they found out that you don't actually have to scare kids. You can make them laugh and it does the same job. Mm. But um, that's gone on to the film, hasn't it? Through yeah, the film, every time they had Boo and she laughed, the lights went out, the lights blew up. Yeah. And they started to twig that laughter is more powerful than screams. Yeah, which actually there's there's quite a cool bit that I liked is that obviously Sully is the scarer and Mike is his assistant, and when it's the other way around, Mike is the comedian, isn't he? And yeah. Sully is the assistant, so it's like yeah. a complete <clears throat> role reversal that they've gone through, mm. and you know they're, they're breaking all the records. They've got loads of power. Everything's going seemingly at Monsters Incorporated. Seemingly. Seemingly. Two steps ahead again. <laughs> Hello. Just when you thought I couldn't mix any more words up, I found a new one. Seemingly. <laughs> it's I language bingo with me, Colson <laughs> Smith. <laughs> anyway, so. Today on Sesame Street. <laughs> then it's the part of the film that, you know, af- after you've had the heartbreak of saying goodbye. And Mike Wazowski goes and redeems himself as a best friend. This is something that Jack would never do, which is why Jack might have to get recast as Mike Wazowski. <laughs> but he's gone and he's rebuilt the door and all it needs is the piece that he gave to Sully. And then the last shot is Sully opening the door. Yeah, and you're and he the kitty, don't you? Yeah. He pops his head in and you don't even need to see her face. You, you just hear the voice, it. don't you? Which is enough, and then he has. I a love that choice. Smile. That shot choice at the end. It's a very strong shot choice. Stay on him. You read the girl's face through him, and yeah. that joy, and then mm. it cuts on that. It's a mm. it's a really beautiful bit of filmmaking. Yeah. I tell you what, even though it's an animation, it's John Goodman's best work, isn't it? <laughs> He's it is, brilliant. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, the, I that, mean, it's done very. Uh, yeah. How do well. they do animations? I know it took a hell of a long time per frame for Sully because he had over two million hairs on his body. So, two, wow. 
each frame. Two each million? Two yeah. million? Two million? Hairs? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So each frame took over 11 hours to make. And how long's a frame? That's it. Uh, so the film took them four Lead animator, Jappy Shepard for Disney. <laughs> how many frames is it? Uh, 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 uh. It's, like, it's like that. That's one frame, and then I just go, uh, 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 and it's two million hairs. How long have you been in the room? I've been painting this now for the last 25 years. It's, it's Monsters, Inc. 3. <laughs> the only I'm thing tired out. My seen. hand's killing me. I've, I've drawn seen, everyone. Um, I've seen how they make Wallace and Gromit, but that's completely different, is it? Well, interesting. Well, that's stop motion, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, this and another film are the only two films not to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Film. So Monsters, Inc. lost out to Shrek in 2001. Wow. One and, of my other favourites. And Wallace and Gromit, The Were Rabbit, that took on the Oscar, and it beat Cars, Colson, which wow. is also one of your favourite films. Wow. Yeah. Lightning McQueen. Yeah. Oh, Kapow. They're, the, Kapow. They're, the, they're the only two Pixar films not to win the Oscar when they've been nominated. How um, ironic that they're two of my favourites as well. Favourite, yeah. Ca- Cars and Monsters Inc. both yeah. didn't win the awards, didn't which kind of does it does it kind of go along the plot of how nobody likes the films that I like. <laughs> well, no, I mean I wouldn't say they're they're that obscure, Coulson. They were nominated. Cars. Yeah, they were nominated. It wasn't like they were bad. But it wasn't like you've picked a genre there that no one else saw. I like Cars. Oh, I like Racing Stripes. Yeah, that's that's one that's right out there. <laughs> So, yeah, monsters. So, Inc. just tell them... us, just briefly, Coulson, what does this film give you? What do you feel when you watch this film? Because it's got a lot of elements that you like. It's got happy ending. It's got hints uh, of it being a sad ending. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's got a little Friendship. child, kids, kind of stuff in it, isn't it? Yeah. It's got. Um, it. It's got that blossoming friendship story which yeah you know the, the the film is sully becoming a parent to boo for me that's how i see it mm. not not a parent more you know more a friend Guardian. a role model yeah that that friendship that they build that's what i like about the film that's what monsters inc is to me mm. you know friendship it, yeah it's it's about that it's about that and then if i said if someone went what's your favorite part of monsters inc i'd say mike wazowski because that <laughs> character steals <laughs> it <laughs> what? You say everything that you loved about it and what it all means to you. Sully and Boo, that's what everything means. Yeah, but what's your favourite part? Oh, Mike, Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Wazowski. The lizard, the <laughs> Mike Wazowski is brilliant. Yeah, he's very good. It's just it's just a film that I think having watched as a child, it's a film that everyone my age sort of seen because everybody's grown up with it. And mm. I think the proof of last night was that it's fairly timeless. Like, mm. you know, you if that came out tell in you cinema what, it now, just, you it's unbelievable, tell. isn't it? When you yeah. said it was two oh one, nineteen whatever it is, nineteen years old. Yeah. Like, that's unbelievable. Yeah. It stands up. Yeah. It yeah. stands up. I'm watching it with my son, it stands up brilliantly. You can watch it. You yeah. like there's nothing in there where you go, Oh, it's dated, it's not quite yeah. right or whatever. It stands up. What did you think of it, Jack? What's it yeah. do for you, that film? Because uh, it might be different from Colson, you see. No, yeah, but I remember when it came I went to the cinema to see it, I think, when it came out. And yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. For very How clever. How old would you have been? Uh, 13, 13. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was very good. It was the hairs, actually. I remember seeing it in the cinema. I couldn't believe how good the hairs looked. How life drawn them. I'd drawn them. 
you were like, there they are. <laughs> Mum, I tell you what, that's some work. I've been doing curry, but on the side, I've been drawing two million hairs out of friends. <laughs> but is it about friendship to you? What's that film to you? Uh, I, I love the relationship with Sully and Boo. That's very, very cute. Um, the friendship with Mike and Sully, that's very good. I love Randall as a villain. Very good. I like the premise of it as well, what they've done there, Disney. We've, they've, they've created a film based on exactly how children think. You know, go to sleep at night. Yeah. Mon- monsters under the bed. Monsters in the this. wardrobe. It's very, very clever. It's very switched on to how a child thinks. That opening bit of the titles where they're doing the advert for Monsters Incorporated. Mm. And it's a bit talking about a child. And I used to think there was monsters under my bed. Every kid must have thought there was monsters under their bed. At some point, yeah. And it it kind of plays onto that. And for its target audience, it's just, it's there, isn't it? Mm. It's just so clever in the way it does it. But it's also not going to scare you. Do you know what I mean? It isn't scary, yeah. You're not going to go to bed and have nightmares after watching that. Yeah. You wouldn't want to meet Randall in the street, though, still. Well, you wouldn't know. Well, you, you wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't right, let's rate it. Your film, Coulson. I go first. Mm. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Monsters, Inc. The first animated film on the Sofa Cinema Club in... 40 eps ish, I guess. Um, Didn't even realise it. Yeah, fir- first one we've done. I mean, you can't count Racing Stripes as animated. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, so. Can you count it as a film? <laughs> Monsters Inc. for me is an 8.5 because of, you know, Ben made the point in last week's show you rate films on what you get from that film and mm. from other films like that. Yeah. And for me, you know, when I'm asked what my favourite, you know, Disney animated film is, my favourite Pixar film, it you That's know, it's a toss-up between Monsters, Inc. and Cars and 
mm-hmm. what I got from Monsters Inc. last night, that you know, it, it, it it's at that eight point five level. And that's probably more of the childhood nostalgia is definitely coming into it. But mm-hmm. it clearly is a film that is timeless because if I went and watched that film at the cinema, I would go, I tell you what, I watched new I watched a film yesterday. It was a kid's film, yeah. but it was good. And I yeah. think I would still have that now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, eight point five for me. Eight for me. Um, yeah, solid. I think it's a good old golden eight. I think it's uh, it's not the best in its genre. I think Pixar and Disney have done other other better films, but I think like what you said as well, Ben. I think it does stand the test of time. And if that was to come out now, you won't bat an eyelid. You would think very good. Disney done it again. So eight, very good, very good score, very good film. I'm gonna go eight. <laughs> there wow. we go um, and it's an interesting that I can't quite review this film without it being with my children uh, I was a bit older when this came out so that's a different thing for me and seeing it with my children it's been I've seen it a lot but seeing it recently after a few years with my so, son I realised without getting too slushy there's a real place for these films with children, with families, sitting down. And we sat, I sat down with my son and we laughed and we giggled at things we hadn't when he was very, very young. We'd just mm. gone through the store, the scary, and then there's a monster and he's all right and he's nice and don't worry, he's nice. And, oh, it's all right. And it came out the end. To, he's the bit, he's now a child going to me. Oh, no, they couldn't have gone to the village in that quick. And he's, he's interacting mm. with another level of that film. And that's mm. very interesting. He took it in one way, flat animation monsters and then 11 years later he's getting the intricacies of that film and that dynamic and I think that's unbelievable you're not you're seeing a whole gradient of animation so for me I think that's what Disney Pixar they just do so well I mean the fact that we're still talking about it now we're Mm. still getting something from it it's quite amazing 20 years 20 years but to see his face and we watched it and you know what? I turned to him and I went, I love you. I love you, Maxine. He went, I love you, Dad. And it was, we had a really nice moment after watching that film. Mm. And, and that's, I think that's, I think that to me is, is movies. That's movie watching is what you feel. I felt something from that film mm. and I felt it with him. And I, you know, it wasn't like, it's a moment. So I, yeah, hey, what a, what a beautiful thing to have to pick out and go, Let's just go watch a bit of Monsters, Inc. Or... Mm. It's a really interesting note as well that you weren't a kid the first time you watched that. Because yeah. I think watching them films as a kid, like you've just said with what you picked up on with Maxi and what I picked up on last night, you get a different thing out of it as a kid. And as an adult, you get a different thing out of it. Which is why those Disney films work, isn't it? Because they appeal to all audience. And I think... Last night watching the film again, I, I really picked up on that, which I probably haven't picked up on before in those films. So yeah, twenty four point five out of thirty. So you strong. know, it's up there. Mm-hmm. It is up there. Very strong. <clears throat> so as part of Pixar Fest this week, we're going to be running a competition on our social media, which is on Twitter at Sofa Cinema Club and on Instagram at Sofa Cinema Club to win one of our Pixar Fest goodie bags. So keep an eye out because we're going to be posting something this week with all the details there. And remember, if you want to take part in Pixar Fest, we're running loads of questions on our social media and you can watch all of the Pixar films on Disney+. Plus. 
What's up to Jack there? Jack sneezed. Jack sneezed. Next week, last episode in the series. Last episode of series two. What have you got for me? It's Ben's pick this week. It's a film <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> Jack's totally bottled it. The last pick of the last season. It's Ben's pick this week. When any other pick, our picks this week, it's Ben's pick this week. If it doesn't go very well, it's Ben's pick. Uh, I haven't yeah, seen it. Jack doesn't seem it's very fi- supportive. It's because it's, it's a film I haven't seen. Which Jack, is that a first? Yeah, mm, yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. It must be a first that you've picked a film you've not seen. <laughs> yeah. Now, I for me, it's a classic, uh, and I love this film. And it is slightly off from where we have been before. Goal: The Story of Newcastle United. <laughs> <laughs> Goal two, even better. Um, it's Working Girl. Never heard of it. Perfect. So join us next week where we're talking all things Working Girl. In the meantime, keep in touch with us on social media at Sofa Cinema Club on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to be very active on there this week. And until next week, good night, God bless. Good night. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.